Today on Erotic Awakening, Master Slave Protocols, live. Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, Each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. No time for that today. Uh-oh. We have the long show. Uh-oh. It's the long show? Yes. As you know, I like to keep the uh, podcast down to about 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And um, not today. Today, no. the, today we're going to have a long yeah. show. And the reason for that is uh, a couple of weeks ago, you and I did a presentation here in Central Ohio on Master Slave Protocols. Right. So. And we happened to record that. And uh, actually, the presentation itself went about an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've chopped out the boring bits, and we're down to about an hour. And we're going to go ahead and tack that onto uh, onto this show. So okay, great. The, so a little longer than usual. A little longer than usual, but uh, good stuff. I thought so, and really, I couldn't have chopped anything else out of it and still kept the flavor of what we were trying to convey. And like you said, that. Just there was just some really good stuff in there mm-hmm. that that I thought it would be a disservice to uh, shorten it just because I have this self-imposed thirty-minute rule. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, we had a really neat experience at Kinky College. We did, we did. <laughs> it's neat for us, anyway. I'm sure for a lot of our friends that are also podcasters, you've done this has happened to you a hundred times already, and yeah. and maybe the fan mail is getting boring and that kind of stuff. But we actually had someone come up to us. Mm-hmm. And they said, look, it's Dan of Dan and Dawn. Yeah. Now, Dan tells me about this because I'm setting up for something. I don't know what I was. And he comes into the room and he's like, oh, I just ran into somebody. You won't believe this. And not only did they say, and we have had people recognize us before mm-hmm. and say, oh, hey, guys, how's it going? Because they've seen our presentations. Right. But this was the first time we've ever had a fan that knew us from the podcast mm-hmm. and that actually ran into an event. So Dan tells me the story, and it's like, oh, I missed it. <laughs> so, and then I left the room, and I go around the corner, and poof, there's the guy again. <laughs> I, I know, and and, um, and these fellows, uh, I, I just felt very um, lame, because I made them do it again. <laughs> you know, they, when I ran into him again, I said, oh, oh, do it again, do it again, do it again, because I wanted you to hear it, too. It was sweet. So they're like, Dan and Dawn, oh, you guys do the podcast. So, and you know, but it was great to hear from them because they seem to get a lot out of it. So it's always great to hear, you know, those words that they're oh, getting something out of it. It makes it worthwhile. Absolutely. And as, um, well, as longtime listeners know, we, we do our best to avoid bringing any kind of a financial aspect to this podcast. You know, yeah, the, the microphone and the mixer cost a few dollars and, and we just eat that up. We, we don't, currently, we don't ask for donations. We don't uh, advertise. We don't advertise. Much. <laughs> um, we don't advertise on purpose. No. And we're going to have to go back to that in a second, too. Okay. Because that, that'll be another kinky college, uh, not story per se, but something that I want to mention. Mm-hmm. 
but to finish this first thought, it is the feedback that we get. It is people saying, hey, I found that discussion on Gore useful. Mm -hmm. Now I understand it more. I found that show about blowjobs to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And then the, the, the one-eyed snake's a little less scary to me now. <laughs> Do you remember what these, these uh, fellows suggested for an upcoming episode? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm I was starstruck. Well, you know, <laughs> a little star reverse starstruck. Yeah. Right. Uh, they recommended that a good show would be me and you. Oh fucking. yes. <laughs> well, we do have the bed in the studio. <laughs> I know. It's, and I thought, well, we had someone else come on and do that the exhibition thing. We had mm -hmm. somebody else come on and talk about this, and they're like, yeah. But you guys never do stuff. <laughs> we tease about it all the time, but, but we, we haven't done it. Not on the air. Now so look, I'm sitting here with no pants on again. <laughs> this is the third week in the road that I'm not wearing something on the bottom or something on the top. I'm ready. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's about. And, and here I assumed you were just lazy. Not dressed. <laughs> no. Other than that, we also had somebody mention that uh, they enjoyed our presentations the last time that we were in Chicago, and um, we're very grateful to hear that kind of feedback mm -hmm. as well. As it happens, uh, we will be back in Chicago for Sensations in Leather right. in a couple of months, and um, our calendar is actually getting pretty thick at this point. Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah. starting to get busy for 2010. If you're curious... Uh, where we're going to be, um, head over to bluecatservices.org, click on the calendar link, and you'll see all kinds of good stuff, um, all kinds of great events to go to, not just stuff that we'll be at. Right. So, And a few of the things that we'll be at, we just added in the last couple of days. So it should be all up to date. Should be. The only other thing I wanted to mention from uh, Kinky College-wise was we had the opportunity to um, do a little shopping at Kinky College. And we're big vendor whores. We love checking out the vendors, but it's pretty rare that we'll come across a vendor that has anything that's really new or or not necessarily not new, but something that we want to purchase. Yeah, well, it's because our toy box is full. We don't get to use everything that we have as it is. Yeah, I mean, and, and this just comes from being involved in the lifestyle for a while and you end up collecting a lot of cool stuff. We're, and we're not clothes whores per se, mm -hmm. so we don't necessarily do a lot of fashion shopping. Right. But, but. we came across um, some really neat name badge holders. And when you do as many as events as we mm -hmm. do, having a nice name badge holder where you can, and we found ones that you could put pens in and your phone in. Yep, and, and your hotel key hotel and just cash and, cash and everything. So if you're running around naked with just your badge holder you got a place you got a pocket to put you already have a pocket to put stuff but i have a, would have a pocket to put stuff mm -hmm. that was a little innuendo about your pussy oh didn't, <laughs> didn't, didn't work, work. Okay. <laughs> i was thinking my bra and then it's like you know i don't wear it most of the time when i'm at events the point to that being so um we ended up buying some name badge holders mm -hmm. and we had them embroidered oh yeah they're beautiful and Either because of my poor communication or whatever, the embroidery did not work out the way we wanted it to. So I said to the person who did it, hey, what I wanted was this, and what you gave me was this. Mm -hmm. And guess what she did? She fixed it. She fixed it. She took it personally. Mm -hmm. She treated us like her best customer ever mm -hmm. and made sure after design after design after design, because I was being a real picky person at that point, <laughs> That it was perfect. 
Absolutely. And they turned out beautiful. So, but just the service that she gave us, the way she took care of us, you know, that was just amazing. Yeah. So even as busy as she was. The only reason I am, we are telling you guys this story is because we thought it'd be nice if we pimped their service a little bit. So that was Dottie and Greg Wolf from Needle Play Designs. And you can find them at needleplayco at aol.com. Or you could head out to their website, which is www.needleplaydesign.com. And they just do all kinds of fantastic work. Mm -hmm. They're at all the big events. Yep. And um, just couldn't be happier. So, loved it. I love my name badge holder. It's, it's very <laughs> cute. If you would like us to talk about your product, your event, your life, your whatever, mm -hmm. feel free to holler at us. As always, you can get a hold of us via email, eroticawakening at bluecatservices.org. Or the contact form that's on the website, again, at bluecatservices.org. We have voicemail at 206-309-0054. Or you can find us on FetLife. It seems to be where everyone is now. We have a group called Erotic Awakening. And, of course, we can be found on Twitter as well. And there you'll see us as Dan and Dawn. Dawn, we have a lot of cool interviews coming up. Absolutely. Had the opportunity to uh, speak with Lolita Wolf, Raven Caldera. Mm -hmm. Bonnie the, from the Spanking Group. Bonnie from Crimson Moon, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's just going to be, you know, we just have some really interesting shows lined up with some really interesting people. Oh, yeah. We've got Taylor coming up. Taylor Elwood, right. Lufa. So, mm -hmm. But this week, we're just doing ourselves. We are. We're doing ourselves and 30 of our closest friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> so here's our uh, presentation on master-slave protocol that we did here in uh, Columbus a couple weeks back. Cool. <laughs> First thing I want to throw out there is the idea of how many guys uh, are familiar with the term common courtesy? There's no such thing. I think there is. There's no such thing as common courtesy. As, long, as soon as I figured that out, that made my life easier, mm -hmm. right? There are things that oh, you can say, oh, well, there's a lot of common courtesies. For example, you should always shake people's hands when you meet them. It's a nice common courtesy. Nice to meet you. Swine flu! They also call these social norms. You know, this is what people... Common courtesy to shake someone's hand. Not really. Uh, you know what? Actually, if you're a woman, I'm not, am I really supposed to shake their hands? No, you know what? A woman, uh, if she reaches her hand out, I can shake it. But if she doesn't, oh, wait. Oh, fucking... Common courtesy. Right? And we get trapped into thinking that there are common courtesies. Maybe there are some. Easier to think that there's not. Mm -hmm. There are no assumed common courtesies, right? This makes my life a lot easier when I bring it into protocol. As a result of leaving here today, does not mean that we are all going to leave here with one set of protocols that when I see, when I greet you in the future, I'll say, ah, a female not wearing a collar. The proper protocol is to do this. Yes, I could teach that. Nobody would buy that if I taught that, right? You've been like that for like, what is it, 10, 12 years ago? Yeah. Right? 
No. Had you not gotten me, my girlfriend would have. She would have grabbed me and said, come here, let's talk. <laughs> protocol, protocol. Um, so we're not going to leave here with a single set of, common, of group protocol that we're all going to believe in. If we were all Gorian, we might have a chance. Because at least in the Gorian lifestyle, there's an opportunity to say, here's how we do things. And we could go to a Tennessee Gorian dinner or something. Dinner. Some sort of event. Uh, they have a cool name for it. I know. I'm you know what it is. A cool Gorian flabadab. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else listens to that podcast either, huh? Okay. And there's a way to do things. You know, you recognize, you know, park your uh, tarn over there and then come over here and then treat these people like this, right? You know, they have a structure all built around their lifestyle. So, so again, it doesn't matter on the region. It doesn't matter, you know, whatever. So it's just across the board. That's the way it is. And we're not going to do that. There are some things from a national perspective that we can say are protocols that will get you through most MS situations. Mm -hmm. um, not a lot. So what we're going to do is build protocols for ourselves, and we're going to have understand that the real understanding comes from that you guys are not expected to know my protocols for dealing with her. Right? If you want to fuck Jen, who's my property, smile and nod your head. If you want to fuck my property, you probably don't know what my protocol for that is. You probably don't know, oh, the proper protocol for that is to put on a condom first. Check. Wait a minute, after the email. There has to be some sort of contact first. Sure. <laughs> or does he just grab her hair and pull her off? <laughs> he does not do that. No, no. But what he does do is what I would have to do, you know, is what I would expect is for him to come to me and say, what is the proper protocol for boinking your woman? Or whatever. I, hopefully he's going to put it back to that. And I shouldn't make light of that. So let's build this one. We don't have common courtesy, but we do have the sense, the term, and Deb Addington is what we taught us this term, and we've loved it ever since, is graciousness. To be gracious in what you do. Right? So if I want to fuck his woman, I don't know that he is his woman, but we'll assume that you are. I can come over here and graciously say, you know, I am curious. What is the protocol for me to um, have get a blowjob from your lady? I understand she's very good at it, and I happen to enjoy blowjobs. Is there a proper way for me to do that? And I hope you don't mind me asking, right? Sure, is. Call her mistress. Well, that would be a good. <laughs> Thank you for ordering before the two days. <laughs> because you know what? Yes, mistress. <laughs> so by being gracious, and again. This is very good. He's giving me information, right? I don't have to know what your protocol or your protocol is for anything. If I haven't asked, it is my responsibility to ask. And just, just use a sense of grace, be gracious about it, and say, if you don't mind me asking, right? I don't blindly ask people to give me blowjobs, <coughs> right? Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's what sucks about presenting in your hometown. When you say something like that, there's five people nodding that, yeah, he does. <laughs> 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 but
But if I get some kind of a sign, some kind of symbol, some kind of idea that she likes giving blowjobs to strangers and that it is an appropriate thing to do, right? I ask what your protocol is. And hopefully you'll be able to respond in a similar gracious, courteous manner. You know? You, you could you know, if I haven't read the signs correctly that it's okay to ask, and you respond like, what the fuck are you talking about, you horn dog? <laughs> you know? That's, again, there's no fault for them there. So again, we're not, you're not going to leave here being the protocol police. You're not going to leave here saying, well, I heard the proper protocol to do so-and-so is this, right? You're going to leave here with the idea of, how do I develop my own protocol within my own people, within my own uh, MS relationships, within myself, within my house, right? And when I want to find out what your protocols are, how do I find out what they are? Ask. Egg. You ask. Who do I ask? Ah. Up, 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 up. <coughs> See, now you got a role play. Come on. <sighs> so, Amber, is it okay for me to just put, oh, look, she has a collar on. And here she is, um, helping me with my presentation. I, am I in trouble already? You could be. So many answers. Hey, you think I'm in trouble already? Are you owned? I am. Am I in trouble? Yeah. Is it yet? <laughs> yeah. No. You're, you would not be in trouble. Oh, fuck. She said I would, though. I know what my expectations are. So, again, recognizing, because is this a collar? No. Ah, fuck. That's cool. That's what was my next question, is how do you know if someone's wearing a collar? Because sometimes people just wear a regular necklace and you can't tell. Let's play. Is that a collar? I thought so. She said now. She just said now. See? I can see that as a collar. Is that a collar? It's not funny if you answer. No. I could guess no on this one, but it certainly could be if you had an artist for a dom. Is that a collar? No, she what did she say? Possible? Yes. Was it? Is it? No. Sure. Not ask. I know better. <laughs> 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 no better. You got any answers about that one? This one's confusing. Is that a collar? <laughs> Looks like it. Yes. Like it. What did she say? What did she say for Yes. Okay. Were you fucking with me earlier when she called her mistress? <laughs> no, her mistress. Ah, tricky. Foiled again. <laughs> Collar? Yes. yes. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> she laughs like, ha ha, you fool. <laughs> you see it there? Collar? Yeah. We know better. Yeah. Obvious. So that's kind of <laughs> I do, however, think that it's very important for the property to know what their protocols are for that individual and what those expectations are. Because within the BDSM community, it is a lot different than, say, within a, the leather lifestyle. Um, you know, I can't expect everybody to know what my what is required of me as a slave. Um, so it's my responsibility that if I am approached or that if something, you know, if somebody comes to me, that I instruct them on the proper way to contact my owners or the proper way to follow that um, protocol um, 
that we have in place within our structure. Right, and that was one of the questions is, is it our responsibility to ask or is it our responsibility to offer? The answer is both. I mean, if I'm in a high protocol setting, say that I'm at an event, right. and it's just a regular BDSM event, it's not a leather event, but I could be in a high protocol setting. So if I'm in that high protocol setting, then it's my responsibility to let somebody know that approaches me, and especially since you know, I have a lot of friends in the community, and they do approach me a lot, and I do have a girlfriend who tends to be a little um, fun sometimes. So. You know, it's important that I let her know that, you know, this is what's going to happen, this is what's going to take place, and don't, you know, you can't interrupt me, you can't, you know, talk to me, um, and if I'm approached, it's important for me to instruct them on how, you know, what kind of setting that I'm in, and what's taking place, and that, you know, you need to contact my owners, I'm, or I'm not allowed to speak right now, please, you know, see my owner. And so it's a little well, it's a little difficult, I mean, because like you said, we are around, you know, some of these people all the time. So what I'm allowed to do today, I may not be allowed to do if I'm serving a, a dinner at Cope. You know, and some people can see that energy shift, some people can't. So, you know, they would come up to me and start talking because they're used to being able to do that. And I would have to say, I'm sorry, I'm in service right now. You know, and they would get the idea that my focus is supposed to be on Dan and the table. So, you know, I had to offer that information. They, they wouldn't even have been to ask at that point. So that's why the answer is both offer and ask. Yep. So in this scenario, there you go, Amber. Hey, come on, Amber, let's go get flogged. Come on, let's go get flogged. Can I get flogged? I'm right. sorry, sir, but I can't. You have to talk to my owners. Oh, fuck, come on, go get flogged. I'm sorry. Are they here? Yes. All right, I'll just... <laughs> All right, at this point in our relationship, at this point in this interaction, who is at fault? Am I? No, it's my responsibility to tell you and to be firm. At this point, have I broken a protocol? No. no. See, I, I personally agree with this. At this point, we have not created fault. Can I ask you a question? Sure. What about when you asked this? She had already said no, and you asked a second time. Maybe it's not your protocol, but it might not be the most gracious. Well, let's, so let's walk into that one. So to start off with, I say, hey, Amber, you're a hottie. Let's go get flogged. I see she has jewelry on her neck, and it probably looks like a collar, but do any of you guys go to munches where you see people wearing collars, and they're like, oh, are you owned? No, I just golf. You know? It's a fashion statement. Oh, it's a hot topic. You know? Um, so a, a collar or a neck thing, or the reverse is even worse, right? Uh, this is Dawn's day collar. I can't expect people to know that that's a collar per se. Yeah, you should fucking get it. <laughs> Big purple, right? But in this one, maybe not so much. At this point, there's no protocol break because I don't know the protocol. All I know is that you're a hottie and I want to flog you. And she's instructed me. I have a master. You must seek their permission. Okay, at this point, no, no harm, no foul. At this point, I go, ah, you're lost, babe. All right, that's not gracious. <laughs> At this point, I say, oh, my apologies, I didn't know. Clearly, do you mind if I flog your little, uh, your submissive? Don't ask me. What? Jeez, this gets so complicated now. <laughs> Guess what? If you want to dance, maybe it is complicated. And you need to find, in this case, I want to find her. To your point, if I come, oh, come on, he's not going to know. Nobody's going to tell him. 
I know who her owner is. He will find out. <laughs> His ears are perking up right now. Who is trying to fuck? He's trying to flog. And by there's a Harley outside. <laughs> um, here's where the issue comes. Right? So you're right. At this point, she is established. There is a protocol. I have heard her. Here's the tricky bit. Again, um, this is not play. Who can we blame? I am established. This is an MS setting. I am an M in an MS setting. At this point, I am officially fucking up. I'm pushing it. She said, here's my protocol. I've said, whatever. <laughs> right? So you're right. Yes. At that point, we have found failure. If, though, a lot of people in the lifestyle are not, B, are not, are not MS people. When you go to winter wickedness in a couple of months, what, 10% are MS-based people, if that many? You guys think about 10%, maybe less than that? Most people are there to have a good time and party. If I'm a swinger, or, or just a BDSM enthusiast, I'm a rope guy, that's what I like doing. Oh my gosh, you know? and Dark Odyssey would be even Dark more Odyssey's than that, because that is swingers, and rope people, and BDSM, and spiritual people, and I mean, you just got the whole gamut with a huge event like that, so you're really up in the air. Yeah. So it isn't to say, you know, that we're stabbing people, especially not BDSM people, right? Lifestyle people that are not MS lifestyle, right? We're not trying to build a protocol for them to follow, too. We are building our own and sticking to our own. Right. I would hope that a BDSM crowd understands, no, talk to my owner. And what I, that means. I think it's reasonable. I think that's reasonable to expect them to get that. And then if you decide that you do want to play with the person, I mean, if Dan does want to play with Amber and needs to go to her owner to talk to him, then, again, when you're with the owner, all you have to do is be gracious. You know, you don't have to be, you know, uh, totally formal, per se, but just gracious. You know, may I play with, you know, what is your protocol, like you said over here, you know, what is your protocol if I want to play with your property? So, they may or may not let you. They may or may not. So let's just toss some general stuff out there, right? We talked about this being style-based. If you're in a Gorian relationship, Gorian, they do have a specific protocols. Certain styles have certain protocols. It gets complicated at that point. Yeah, because you've got all kinds of DS and MS. I mean, you've got, what do we have? We've got Victorian. We've got gore, we've got... Objectification, where mm -hmm. the protocol system is way different. So, um, all kinds of different structures and methods of doing this. So, with that in mind, I'm going to go visit Deb's house. Deb, I'm going to come over and visit. And I understand that you're, uh, I know you're involved in MS. So, how do I find out what the protocols are for when I go to visit Deb's house? So, we go to Deb's house, and Jen's been a bad little slave. So I put her down on her. Stand up. She's been a bad little slave, and I'm going to go ahead and, and tell her she's. I, I found out that I'm not allowed to do this. I can't even pretend to say bad little slave. I always take it personally, uh, unless I do it in like a uh, Mickey Mouse voice. Not a bad little slave. <laughs> 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 Don't you know, 
<laughs> Chance of Dan getting laid out of this. Whoa! Anyway. Um, I did. So my slave's been a bad little slave, and I want to, I'm going to just go ahead and punish her right here in the middle of your living room. Right? Whoa. No, <laughs> Is that okay? She's a mess. I'm a mess. Jeremy, go back to her. Yes, sir. Put your nose to your house. You have to ask the house owner. How am I going to know what her protocol is? You ask. I ask. I just I ask. ask. <laughs> Let's not make the assumption. You're quite just going to say, excuse me. <laughs> 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 It is acceptable for me to, to search out and say, what is the protocol for your house first, right? But there are some protocols I'm going to bring with me. For example, and now you want to talk national level protocols? Here's one I think that is commonly national acceptable. Slaves do not, ex do not display their anger at master in public. Now, we might get behind closed doors and we might have a row. And your protocol may allow your slave to yell at you. My, my protocols do. I have a protocol that says, slave, if you want to yell at me, we have one designated part of our house. And you must ask permission for us to go to that designated part of that house. Right? And it's up to you to grant permission, but it's usually granted. So, porch time. Porch time is what we call it. But, slaves, you do not display anger at masters in public settings. That's a simple protocol that's pretty national. Anybody disagree? Anybody say that sucks? I want to. Okay. Wait, where's buying that one? Good. That's a good one. Showing respect for other people in public, other houses, other people that identify as MS, right? I know. After 10 years, I've made mistakes. Forgive me. Living with that now, right? But if I think that um, Victoria runs a rotten house, it's not for me to say Victoria runs a rotten house, right? This is not appropriate. The, there is no protocol that says I should be banging on other people. The sense of the master's true worth is the fact that they don't need to qualify themselves as a master. They don't need to prove they're a master. They don't need to do that which you do by banging on other people, um, you know, using that comparison thing. Another easy one. Um, another easy national one. If my slave offends thee, so let's play with that one. Uh, no, 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 no. Can I borrow her? Here and here and here. 
right? So who should I be talking to at this point? Her master. Her master. But she did it. So. But that's not normal. <laughs> Can't I just get up and go grizzle? No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is as embarrassing for me as it was for you to see. <laughs> right. And how do I approach it? Say, hey, asshole. Yeah. Guess what your slave did? Can I beat her? Again. Because I'm not the protocol police, I cannot say that what she did was inappropriate. I cannot assume that. Man, sure feels fucking inappropriate. <laughs> Poor little foot. Right? <laughs> Call me a tell me to poop off. <laughs> Perhaps the way I want to approach that, preferably with her here. Otherwise, I don't want to get into this whole he said, she said thing. Another standard we are going to set for ourselves in a master-slave situation is I'm not going to talk about what she did while she's in the bathroom. No, ready? she's sitting here. We've had that happen before. I'm not going to accuse her of anything. I'm not going to ask for anything. I might ask for something depending on the relationship that we have. But I'm going to make a statement. Excuse me, sir. Hey, if you don't mind me saying, I believe that your slave was a little, treated me a little disrespectfully, a little inappropriately. After she stepped on my foot, I said, pardon? She called me a poop head. <laughs> you know, I don't really think that that was appropriate. You noticed that she wouldn't do that. <laughs> and he responds by saying, um, you know, my slave would never do that. I say, okay, thank you for your time. He responds by saying, oh, yeah, you poop head. <laughs> thank you for your time. I would deal with it. That is the good response, right? And that's got to be good enough for me, right? If I brought my ego with me and says, my ego thinks I should deal with it, right? Probably not necessary. He might get at that, but chances are he's going to say, thank you for the information. That's what I'd say. Thank you for the information. I'll deal with that. Now, if I want to make a statement, I would deal with it right then, right? I would grab her and deal with it right then. Chances are, though, all right, I know my slave does that stuff. Don's famous for calling people poop head. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at her and find, you know, and I'm going to respond, and then we get into some, you know, specifics of how we do that. But again, the protocol police, you don't go to the protocol police and fill out a report, right? But it is appropriate for you, without your ego, without rancor, without the idea that you don't deserve to be treated that way, to go to that person. Go to that person. Again, one of the key things in an MS, MS relationship, and we'll get into this when we talk about trained by and uh, training collars and mentored by, right? One of the key things is responsibility. What makes an MS, MS relationship? A slave's responsibility is to serve the master. A master's responsibility is to serve the relationship. I'm responsible for the relationship, I'm responsible for. That's what this symbol is, is a sense of responsibility. It says, I am responsible for this piece of property. The good and the bad. You know, when um, Jem grabs her poi and spins it around, and everybody goes, ooh, pretty colors. Oh, Master Daniel taught her a trick. Good for him. 
when Jem's boy breaks and he goes spinning across the room and comes you in the head, ah, Master Daniel, what a fool. Your slave is a fool. And I should respond to that. It's my responsibility both sides, not just the pretty stuff, right? Not just the arm candy stuff. And chances are, I want to respond by taking responsibility. I want to say, thank you for this information. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to ask my slave, did you do this? And again, now we're going to get into different <laughs> positions. Hopefully our slaves are honest. It's like, oh, come on. We can hope. Um, Dan? Yes? I have a question. If as a master or mistress, we want to have the privilege of having that authority over our possession, um, don't you think that it would be more responsible for the master or mistress to avoid the circumstance of um, allowing the slave to misbehave and then have to go around and complain to his or her owner? Don't you think it's more, more responsible of us to just say, well, you know, I know this, this lady is this gentleman's uh, property, I'm not going to mess with it. I'm going to prevent any kind of pollution. Um, so th there would be no yeah. crisis. I don't know if that's necessarily possible at this, you know. I don't know that that's beneficial. And I don't know how to explain it. But I know in our relationship, see there's... I require... Yeah, see, I'm, I'm thinking about... Go ahead. I require Don to serve other people. Mm -hmm. I require Jim to serve other people. That's part of the training they get in my household. Right? So Jim is going to come over with some red punch one day. Right? And she's going to be the perfect little slave, and she's going to pour it, and it's going to spill because she's clumsy on occasion. You should see the bruises on her that don't come from me. <laughs> Tables, the chairs, they kick her ass much harder than I do. <laughs> and she might force her that on the right? Now, that's an easy one. But it just so happens that Dawn is a human being, right? Well, just because she's having a shitty day doesn't mean I'm going to let her not serve, right? She might be having a shitty day. And she might run into my ex-wife, right? Which one? <laughs> All of them at once. But they won't fit in this room, will they? <laughs> Not that many ex wives. So you still count them on one hand? You don't have that many. So she might make she might be having that crappy day where she fucks up and goes off on somebody, right? I mean I agree with you, it would be great if it never happened, but I'm not gonna not have them in that situation. They will be in that situation where they are interacting with people I have told them are people they're going to interact with. And that actually brings up another great topic, right? When, if this is an MS setting and Judy, who will be playing the role of one of my slaves for a moment, comes into this room, right? And Amanda says, Judy, go give me a drink. Judy, go give me a drink. <laughs> so what if Big Jake said, Hey, Judy, I see you're somebody's slave. Go give me a drink. I see you're somebody's slave. Go give me a drink. 
Sen hani başını alamış. Okay. Um, I would say yes, sir. I would go. Do I need permission for that? I'm over here. I'm over here for the Karen again. I would do it. I think just out of courtesy. Unless I was instructed not to. What do you guys think? Like, why did she obey Amanda like that? She was ready to go, right? Wasn't Amanda part of your house? Ah, exactly. Damn right she's going to obey Amanda. If Amanda says, Jim, take your clothes off, you better fucking believe she'd better be stripping right now. If Sherry says, Dawn, get on the other end of this dildo. <laughs> <laughs> You know, or, you know, uh, you know, something a little more serious. If Sherry said, uh, Dawn, I want you to go down to my car and get my cigarettes, while Dawn's in the middle of presenting a MS protocol thing, she better fucking listen. So you're quite right. Somebody, a dominant in my house has control over the dominance, over the slaves in my house. Simple, right? But uh, when Jake asked, she didn't jump to the gun there. Also, with you having a certain respect for other dominants within the lifestyle, your property would also know that. So they might not be at the same member of your household, but they are a respected member within the community that you've told your slaves to obey if they ever, if you had ever gotten an order from them. You're cheating because you had this lesson. <laughs> Somebody used to wear my collar, so she knows all the answers to the quiz. It's not fair at all to the rest of you, I think. Um, but in this particular case, I met Big Jake 30, 40 minutes ago. An hour ago. Um, you see, I, I would probably serve you and then ask Dan later because Dan's tricky. And well, he's probably told you to ask me to get water. But <laughs> <laughs> if Dan's there, could, would it, I would generally just look at Dan to see if he would either nod mm -hmm. or, you know, get his, get the signals from him whether or not I should serve that person. Yeah. Yeah. And in that case, you saw that. You saw right. where I was at. Sometimes he's All out of his eyes. Yeah. Right? Well, then Why? I, would, I would say I need to ask my master or my sir. Again, this is the protocol that you guys are going to live for yourself. It's great why you have two presenters. One of them can take a sip of water, the other one goes. Wow. So here's the trick. Go ahead, Chef. You really pushed it. <laughs> um, I think it's also, it's also a, a matter of of you're representing, I mean, you're the property of somebody, so you're representing them. So would you as a submissive or a slave, would you embarrass or humiliate or dishonor your master? Right. See, for a I mean, cup of water, I would probably get it. If he told me to kneel or to do something else that was more MS, I would definitely probably look at Dan. And I was just going to say, if Tammy said, hey, would you get me a glasses while you're up, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I would serve. It didn't matter to me if they were masters. Like, sure. There are certain masters, though, that are very particular about mm -hmm. what their property will and will not do. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's it, well, that it's would, all over the board as far as that. 
I will, I will never forget, I'll never forget, we're, we're going to go away for a weekend on a small retreat one time, and we had this whole thing planned out on that with high protocol, and you, know, you just, you put a lot of people together, and everybody's going to have a different opinion of what they want to do, and this one wasn't going to be doing this, so they wanted to participate in this, and you know, it was all disarray, and this whole thing, it was just like, it was just going to be a simple high protocol weekend. <laughs> but, I mean, so to like what level? Would you be looking at doing something or not doing something? Mm -hmm. To what level? You've probably talked about something in the past, hopefully. Hopefully you've set up some boundaries to start with. Hopefully you've built these protocols before the situation comes up. Here's what hopefully they've been taught is what somebody said. You do not dishonor your house. Don't dishonor your house. That would be bad. Get me a cup of water. I don't know you. you you've said, you've established already in the earlier Slave told me, go do. Oh, I recognize you're a slave, so I'm going to tell you, go do. Maybe that Jake is actually Big Jake, who's been presenting in the scene for 20 years, very well respected, right? We've got his book up on our bookshelf, right? You guys ever met uh, Jay Wiseman? Not while he was presenting, just like when he's sitting chilling? Mm -hmm. He does not look like Jay Wiseman, author of everything. He's some cat chilling, right? I don't know who these guys are. Could be that this is Jake, the guy that wandered in. He thought this was puppy play, but he's hanging out anyway because it's so embarrassing to leave once he sat down, right? I would rather my slaves obey up to a point. Up to what point? Is there a point? Oh, now we're getting a little dangerous. Bring me a cup of water. Yes, sir. Hopefully they are going to stop, you know. I can get Master Dan. It doesn't matter that Master Dan's over here all up in her grill again. You know? Master Dan, can we give him a little, little uh, hip bump on the way by? Excuse me, sir. I'm in a dangerous situation. But a situation where I'm not exactly sure what you want. If Master looks up and he says, just do. Fuck. I do not raise robots. You better fucking do your best. Now, come back with my water. Any props? Jake asked me, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, Master's taught me how to present a cup of water. I'm going to do like so. No, this actually. Yeah, Jake says, ah, this water sucks. You got this water? Go down to the store. Give me some of that fancy uh, French water. Jake probably knows what that's called. It's probably called any other Okay, yes, sir. Now I go to Dan. <laughs> yeah. Now you're asking me to do something. You know, where's that point? So protocol is not something to allow yourselves to do dumbass shit. I'm probably. What am I gonna say? Come on. What are you gonna say? Matter of fact, get your ass. What am I gonna say to who? Jake, give me some water. Right. And I presented the water. Like Jake. Let me go down today. And Jake says, I want some of that fresh water down from the store. Oh, well, let's put Dan over here again. <laughs> 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 it's busy. I have to ask Master, sir. So, and then I'll go over to Dan. And then all I do is touch him and wait. Sir, um, Master Jake would like for me to go to the store and get him some water. Can I have your permission? Give me some coffee right there. Yes, sir. Um, Jake, did you give her a couple bucks for water? I got it. I got it. 
Or, you know, I might say, what's up, Jake? Actually, Dawn's a little busy right now. Um, maybe we can go get some water after this presentation's over. We'll, we'll share water together, you know. Or, you know, we can't tell you. So I'm not going to tell you what the proper protocol is for all situations. You can tell you what the wrong protocols are, you know. Now, is Jake in trouble? Has he broken protocol? Uh, no, he's kind of, he's pretty kind of skating there. I mean, if, here's one reason why we're having this situation, why we're having this discussion today. Because if nobody teaches anything, if nobody sits down with you and says, here's the protocol for situation X, here's an idea at least, here's something you can read, here's people you can talk to, can we really say that Jake's making a mistake? Right? Can we say, look, he came into the lifestyle, and according to Second Life, this is the way to do it. I thought it was just like that. Right? But now, in this situation, I believe at this point, Jake, thank you for letting me pick on you for this entire fucking thing. Uh, later, Jake will be, be in my presentation, Puppy Play. He wasn't aware of that until now. Um, I've actually run across an instance also where it's kind of like this scenario, um, except that uh, Dan offered me up for something. And then later had to retract it. So he offered me to a master. And then later remembered something and had to retract it. So that was going to keep me from being able to fulfill what he had offered me for. So sometimes uh, mistakes are made as well. And then, you know, Dan had to, because of that whole responsibility thing, he had to own up to it. And if you want to tell the story. Yeah. It's so much more funny if we tell the story. I know. Come here. So uh, Bryce will be playing the letter S. Okay. So Bryce says, uh, you know what, I like blowjobs. <laughs> this was a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is a literal conversation we had a couple months or two ago. And I said, Dawn gives good blowjobs. If you would like a blowjob from oh, Bryce. Oh, there's a hat involved, too. Oh. He had a hat right, on. Fine. Sorry. <laughs> How about your hat? <laughs> Sorry, there's a hat for this. So Bryce has a hat, and I like the hat. I said, nice hat. He said, I would trade that hat for a blowjob, ha, ha, ha. I said, as a matter of fact, I got one. I got a blowjob right here. She'll give you a blowjob. And to be honest, I don't really want the hat. It was a Jack, a Jack Daniels hat, and I, if you know me, I don't wear Jack Daniels hats. I think I like one of them. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's why I had a hat on to begin with. <laughs> about 10 years, it's a little hard to push her from uh, the master-slave perspective, but I like growth, key thing in our household. It used to be, I could say, slave, take your top off. And she'd be like, oh no, there's people in there. <laughs> now it's like, slave, take your, put your shirt back on. <laughs> so, I said, slave, give Bryce, that, give Bryce a low job and bring me a hat. Yes, sir. Just like that. She's a slave. Everyone's like, yeah, we know <laughs> local, we know who she is, right? And, but then Don kind of slaps this on me, sir. By the way, sir, um, I kind of got this new relationship thing going on, and it's kind of new, and I was kind of hoping to, you know, put some focus, put some energy on that. And I said, oh, yeah, well, I knew about that relationship, and I sure didn't think about it before I offered your mouth. <laughs> What do you do when you fuck up in a master-slave relationship? Oh, got to it. Beautiful. Perfect. Simple. If 
you want to be accepted as a master in the MS relationship and the MS lifestyle, and anybody buys any of your protocols, you better own your mistakes. Own your fuck-ups. I fuck up. I've been a master in this area for 10 years now, blah, blah, blah. I've read all the books, blah, blah, blah. I'm still human and I fuck up. In this case, I made a mistake. It was inappropriate for me to offer my wife's slavey's mouth up for a blowjob for a stranger because she was starting a new relationship. And that's just, uh, I want to point out, that's just what we've, or yes. what he's decided in our relationship since we're poly. So that's how... He decided to handle that situation and took it to be a fuck-up on his yes. part. And, and the fun part about that is, it wasn't a fuck-up. Offering my slave's mouth, that's not a fuck-up. For a blowjob, not a fuck-up. To a stranger, not a fuck-up. For a hat, not a fuck-up. Just where we're at right now. <laughs> but you did have something going on relationship-wise, right? So, again, I owned this. I said, uh, uh, Master Ness, actually, I misspoke. As it happens, my slave is starting a new relationship and she will not be able to give you a blowjob right now. Hopefully, if we see the event next year, she'll have this new relationship down enough that she's back to getting head to strangers. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm going to give her her <laughs> And then later that night... Later that night, he came back to me and he said, you know what? Would your slave be able to sit with me while I do my guard duty? He wanted a back massage. And give him a back massage. Now he has brought, so I have offered him something and I've owned up to my mistake. Honor, right? I'm owning up to my mistake. Now he is giving me a great amount of honor in return. He is saying, you fucked up. How about making it up to me? You know, and he offered me, and he asked me for something completely reasonable within boundaries of what I explained, and I had the opportunity to allow Don to give him a back massage and sit with him during his guard duty time. Evans is restored in the force. Until. What do you mean until? There's more? Here's more. <laughs> so we're sitting in the truck because it's raining, and he's on guard duty. And I don't remember him, there being more. Yes, you do. And um, I'm giving him the back massage. And um, he turns to me and he goes, do you mind if I take off my shirt? Not a problem. You know, he takes off his shirt. And then he turns around and he goes, do you mind if I kiss you? See, look at Deb's face. Slime alert. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, the Dawn has a lot of growth. In the old days, I would have frozen and gone, what the hell? How do I get out of the truck? Instead, it was like, uh, no, I don't have permission to do that. You know? And, you know, we took it from there. Later, he's like, you know, you can touch me more essentially. Oh, what was it? You can take off your shirt if you want to. And I was thinking about it. Dan might find that hot, and I'm feeling pretty safe because I've already spoke up for myself. So I took off my shirt, and I, I pressed it against his back. And then he's like, well, you can touch me here. And it's like, we're done. I know my master will not allow that. Shirt back on, we're done. And left the truck. Now, phase, uh, excuse me, phase two of that story. We've had a relationship for 10 years. She knows me well enough that that situation, which could have been dangerous, was not for her. Again, what I raise in my slaves is not Ottomans that can't think for themselves, that frees up at the slightest impeculiarity. You know, she knew what her boundaries were. She has enough self-worth and self-confidence to be able to make a decision. Immediately come back to me and say, Master, here's what transpired. And I told him every little thing that had happened. 
So I, I fulfilled what I said I was going to do and what he had told him that I was going to do, but I only let it go so far, you know, because at that point he's, yeah, slime bag and not respected master. <laughs> so here we're going to come back to where we were at earlier, where Trudy is refusing to get anyone in the room water. Trudy, Judy, Judy. Judy. Let's say Trudy again. I'm not saying that all day, haven't I? No, that's the first time. Excellent. Um, <laughs> Are you going to offer me up? You made a mistake, man. <laughs> within the community, within an MS setting, I want my slaves, my submissives, to treat people that introduce themselves and carry themselves with a big capital letter as they want to be treated. If they identify as a little case letter, treat them that way. Just in general, if we're in a formal type setting, you better be calling Miss Miss and Master Master, right? But we have a secret. We have respected masters, right? Well, I have pointed out to um, my slaves that, for example, we know that people in my house are respected masters. Bryce is a respected master. Just using you for an example again. That's fine. He got a blowjob out of there earlier. Maybe he's got a <laughs> Right? And what that means is if they send you down to the store to get water, you obey just like if I said it. The trick to that is you set it up beforehand. Eric, respected master. He's in the community, we know him, he's a friend of mine, long term, he's not gonna put you guys in dangerous situations. He might fuck with you. More than likely, we'll fuck with you. He's not gonna put you in a dangerous situation, right? Um, now I'll tell you the truth, I have a very short list of people I consider respected masters. People that can, if I've got, if I'm not there, you better fucking listen to him just like you're listening to me, right? So when Jake says, get me a cup of water, uh, if he was, if I have identified him previously as a respected master, you got to listen to him to the letter of what he says. If I haven't listened to him, you're going to have to do your best. Don't dishonor your house, but don't put yourself in a dumb position either. I have a question. Yes. <laughs> Regarding that water, okay, I'm very polite. I would get the water for whomever. It wouldn't matter. I presented it. I want the French fancy water. I'm like, I don't have a master, but say I'm at a courts event and whatever. So what, in that point, I mean, if he insists, I would just, I mean, I wouldn't say poop off, but. <laughs> Can I tackle that one? <laughs> um, what, I'll get around to your question in a second, but I always have a hard time when you come conversation that's this because I only serve him. I don't care if you're dominant or submissive. I respect everyone else equally as people, as friends, but I don't care if you've been a dom for 20 years. If you say get me water, um, if he says would you mind getting me water, I would. But if someone tells me to do something, I won't. So I, I would say it comes down to your personal value system. If you, if group protocol feeds you and you enjoy doing things for dominance, then that's fine. But if you don't, I wouldn't let anyone make you feel bad for not because it's just not what you enjoy. Well, it's not that I would feel bad. It's just I don't want to sit there and go poop off and everybody's like, oh my <laughs> God. You know, this 
slave is like telling somebody to poop off. Yes, but just because you're a slave doesn't make you their slave. Right. Mm -hmm. I understand that. So that's why I think it comes down, in my opinion, it would come down to what you feel comfortable doing if you enjoy it. If you if you would enjoy getting that water for them, then Okay. That's what I want to say, but I think you know, the answer may have. And then, and I want you to be yourself. Okay. Let's pretend I didn't hear that conversation. <laughs> but I did see, just moments ago, she got Mike a cup of water. And I'm at a chords function, and it is a, a formal function. And I say, Leslie, get me some water, please. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you telling me to get you one? Oh, I thought you were a slave. I'm... Mike's slave. Oh. If, you, if you ask me, I wouldn't mind getting you water. That's not a problem, but I'd appreciate it if you just asked me. Okay. Who's at protocol fault here? No one. Neither, neither person is at fault, but if in your statement, you said, get me some water, please. And in Beth's situation, I would expect her to get the water. You said, please, right. out of courtesy. If you told her, Beth, get me water now. Oh, time is up. Then she's going to step back and say, as she would. I guess I hear it the same. Oh, sure. As she would, you know, okay, I'm John's slave. We live full time, 24 7, and we are uh, in a situation where we're not always together. She's out. I expect her to behave as she would if, she, if I were there. But just because she is a slave doesn't make her anybody else's slave. Mm -hmm. Now, mm -hmm. so. another question. Would it have been proper for Don to say, you need to go speak to my master, opposed to her going to speak Or what I would do is say, you know, I'm sorry, sir, but I do not have my master's permission to serve others today. Ah, boy, I like that. I like the way that sounds. Right? Because now you're doing two things. You're also, first off, we're in a hierarchy situation. I'm showing you respect. I'm also making a statement. I ain't your fucking dog. I'm not doing what you tell me to do. But I'm not doing it in such a way that it says, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm not going to do the head snake thing. Right? I'm not, I'm doing both. Right? I'm showing you respect. I respect our lifestyle. I am, I am a well-trained slave. I'm also making a statement. I don't have to do what you tell me to do. And I'm not going to do what you tell me to do. You know? I don't have my master's permission to serve you. Now, this also gives us the opportunity. Now, John can go to Mike and says, Man, I would love your sleeve to get me a cup of water. Will we make that happen? That was great that she, I asked her to get me some water. Hopefully, I'm going to come over and say, You know, I asked her to get me some water, and she told me she didn't have uh, your permission to fit, fetch me water today. I apologize if I stepped on your toes. I saw her get you a cup of water, I thought she was a house slave. Man, I love the way she wiggles her ass when she gets water, though. <laughs> you think she could get me some water sometime? I think she could. Excellent, right? Or you could say, no, you know what, we're, we're not in that position. And I've done that with Dawn many times. And I will do that with Jem right now, where she's new to my house. If I don't know you, chances are I say, no, uh, we're not getting water for other people today. We're not sharing today. Yeah, I'm not, she's not in a position. I'm not allowing her to serve other people today. Again, when I put it this way, I can show you I still respect you. You are a fellow master, but my slave's not. My slave's not really into. My slave's not capable. My slave's not willing. That's what I want to convey. Not that she's not willing, 
Oh, she's willing. She would do it. But my slave's not serving others today. So, and when you say it, my slave's not serving others today, it's the master taking responsibility for that. Yes. Instead of saying my slave's not willing, that kind of gives it a different connotation. But if the master takes responsibility, I like the way that comes across. Can we talk about something as elegant as, as that for a solo slave, though? And that's what I'd like to hear. Like how would so you don't have that answer? Yeah, but she could say, "I'm not serving others today." You know, so or or okay. Speaking from a more dominant perspective, um, it's very sort of okay. Most people that know me, I have this thing that I like to negotiate with people that I'm not very familiar with. Um, Regardless, usually it's more for play. More people have seen me in a top position. But even even if somebody wants to serve me somehow, and it becomes more than just a cup of water, and it becomes something much more, I would still expect myself to go, okay, we need to talk about this just a little bit. We need to set some parameters and boundaries. And there's nothing wrong, I think, with you as a as an unowned person being able to do that same thing, saying, okay, you know, this is um, I didn't mind getting a cup of water, but if we're going to go something a little bit more in-depth, we need to set up some parameters and boundaries for this event, or for this moment, or for this time frame. And, yeah, and I was going to say, and as, and as a dominant, I should, I, should, I should naturally respect that, because you're not, you're not owned, you have your own voice, you should use it, period. And you should use it, period, if I think, unless, unless instructed, like Amber had said otherwise, unless instructed otherwise, like, I'm sorry, my masters have not allowed me to speak. You can talk to them. Fine. And the other thing I want to toss in there is that what Le- the way Leslie responded to me was not wrong. Right. You know, we're, we're offering other ideas, other ways to do it. But again, we're not protocol police. If she wants to, if her response is to say, fuck off. <laughs> right? I'm not here to tell her that protocol is improper. I can say, from a perspective of, if we're sitting in, a, in an MS situation, that may not be the appropriate. There may be better ways to respond that reflect better on yourself and your master and your training well, than fuck off. No, 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 no. Then fuck off. I'm saying then fuck off. Oh, okay. I don't, he. If he's happy with the way you responded, I got nothing to say. Did you say fuck off? No. No, Your mind wandered for a moment and she was fuck off all over the place at times. Had somebody over here had something? Yes. I just had a question that if, if you went to him and said, I'm not allowing my slave to serve others tonight, wouldn't you have to kind of be careful, especially if later he sees her serving somebody else. Oh, yeah. You just told me that she's not serving anybody. Tonight. Yeah. So I think you'd have to be careful of or a select few. Um, you have to be really careful with that because then you're starting to insult people. And yeah. You start, it's <clears throat> I still think yeah, that's the most tactful way to say it without, to get your point across without, you know, being rude about it. You can either be rude or you could say it nicely to where, I'm sorry I'm not letting Letting them serve other people tonight outside of our house. Uh, well, you wouldn't even have to say that. They would, house, if, yeah. even if that, like, I'm still, I'm still brand new to this. I, I'm pretty much just testing the water. I've already come to the conclusion. If I see, if someone were to say no to me and then turn around and I were to see them serve someone else immediately after that, my conclusion, my rational thought is obviously there's a pre-existing 
agreement there to where they are comfortable with that, first and foremost. But of course, that's my rational thought. I mean, it's, it's not what everyone else... I, it, I would hope everyone else's rational thought would be, yes, if they've already worked it out between them that there is something... that there's already a relationship there. I am not part of that relationship, therefore I should not expect that. And in my case, it would be an inauthentic answer because I'm not saying no because I don't have permission. I don't know that I would need your permission or not. It's my... I know that I have the choice, so it wouldn't even be an authentic answer for yep. me, so I wouldn't say it that way. I would say I choose not to. Well, the great thing about the lifestyle is that everywhere we've traveled, most people in the lifestyle are accepting. Uh, if you say this is the way it is, that's the way it is. Mm -hmm. And you will run across those who want you, and Dan and I have discussed this, I, because we had a situation where a guy was coming on to her, she told him, hey, I'm not comfortable with this, don't do this anymore. He continued. She said, look, I told you I'm not comfortable. Contact my master. He continued. I contacted him. Of course, he threatened me and all kinds of things. And uh, so we are at a situation now where he doesn't speak to us and we don't speak to him. But, again, you know, it, the people in the lifestyle are accepting and... This goes beyond, if it goes beyond a cup of water, you know, then, okay, there has to be a point where the slave knows, or submissive, because not everybody is a slave, everybody defines them separately. They have to say, okay, this, these are not within my parameters, and hopefully you've discussed those parameters with the person you identify with before you come into that situation. Yep. And again, remember, we talked earlier about when we have these interactions, I'm not going to bring my ego with me. Right? Right. This is why we come with this, we're a part of it, why I like the term house meta. Why we're using that is because I'm not bringing my ego with me. She didn't serve me. The fuck's something wrong with me? Right? That's not the way that I'm going to approach this. Because that implies she did something wrong, or there's, really what it implies is there's something wrong with me, isn't there? You know? When I come to you and say, the fuck, why doesn't she serve me? What I am really saying is, don't you like me, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really okay, you know? Um, so what, to your point, right, we don't bring our ego necessarily with us. Right. It's preferably the way to do it. So what you were saying, I don't necessarily, just because she doesn't serve me and then she goes gets Don a cup of water, that doesn't mean He's chosen to exclude me from his slave services. Doesn't mean anything. It means she's not getting me a cup of water, I gotta get my own damn water. Fortunately, if she got Don a cup of water, I'll take it for her. <laughs> <laughs>